This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, August 2nd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Bonnie touts sustainable intensification. Big primaries today in Missouri and Washington. And Trump backs Eric. Bonnie, sustainable intensification. Key to climate fix. Robert Bonney, who's overseeing USDA's work in ramping up climate smart agriculture as Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, is making the case that technology will be critical to ensuring farmers can reduce greenhouse gas emissions while maintaining global food supplies. Speaking at the International Sweetener Symposium in Vail, Colorado, Bonney said, quote, sustainable intensification is part of the answer to climate change. We have to continue to produce more. We have to continue to do it efficiently. If sustainable intensification sounds familiar, well, it's because it was also used by the Trump administration, albeit without the broader effort the Biden administration has put into addressing climate change. And on that note, Bonnie said USDA is trying to work with EPA and addressing concerns that ag groups have with EPA over ongoing pesticide issues. Picking up on a theme expressed by sugar growers, Bonnie said some climate smart practices are dependent on the use of herbicides. He noted EPA Administrator Michael Regan is from North Carolina, an agricultural state, and that Rod Snyder is EPA's agricultural liaison. We'll use those relationships to the extent we can, Bonnie said. By the way, USDA's rule changes for the latest disaster assistance program, the emergency relief program, have cut the Farm Service Agency's processing time to about 40 minutes per application, Bonnie said. For the earlier version of the program, known as WIP Plus, it could take up to five hours per application. Bonnie at the Sweetener Symposium with former House Ag Chairman Colin Peterson. Missouri Senate Washington House races on tap. A race with big implications for control of the U.S. Senate is on the ballot today in Missouri. Leading Republicans have been worried that scandal-ridden former Governor Eric Greitens could get the GOP nomination to succeed retiring Senator Roy Blunt. But State Attorney General Eric Schmidt has taken the lead in the recent polls, with some surveys showing him ahead by as much as 14 points. House Ag Committee member Vicki Hartzler, who's also in the race, is endorsed by the Missouri Farm Bureau. Former President Donald Trump said uh, on his Truth Social Network he would issue an endorsement Monday, speculation centered on greetings. The former governor who resigned in 2018 after allegations surfaced of sexual misconduct and campaign finance violations recently was accused by his ex-wife of child and spousal abuse. Trump issued a statement uh, last night saying he was proud to announce, Eric has my complete and total endorsement, but did not specify a preference between the two Erics, Schmidt or Greetings. Both campaigns claim the former president's support on Twitter. Uh, elsewhere, GOP Representative Dan Newhouse, who voted to impeach Trump, is facing a primary challenge in central Washington. His GOP challengers include Lauren Culp, a former police chief who's got Trump's endorsement. 
but Newhouse strong ag support could pull him through. That according to the Spokane Spokesman Review. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. New York Farm Suing Dairy Farmers of America A New York dairy farm has sued Dairy Farmers of America, accusing the organization of monopsonizing the market for raw milk in the Northeast and underpaying dairy farmers for their milk. Unlike a monopoly where company corners the market by becoming the sole supplier of a good, then monopsony is when a company gains market power by being the only buyer. SRJF Inc., a dairy farm in Stanford, claims DFA has pushed other dairy cooperatives out of the Northeast, attempted to manipulate federal milk marketing order rules to set low raw milk prices and force non-member farmers to join the co-op. The result of DSA's price-setting actions is that grade-A raw milk prices paid by the processor across the Northeast have been artificially suppressed, the lawsuit says. DFA did not respond to an AgriPulse inquiry. Bipartisan, bicameral effort underway to set up Biocar Research Network. A bipartisan bill creating a national Biocar Research Network has been introduced in the House, with a companion bill expected to follow shortly in the Senate, as lawmakers jockey to shape the research title of the 2023 Farm Bill. The bill, quote, would establish a national network of up to 20 research sites to test the full range of biocar types across soils, regions, and application methods to assess its potential to enhance carbon sequestration, crop production, resource conservation, and agricultural resilience. That according to a fact sheet from the National Center for Appropriate Technology. The bill would authorize annual appropriations of $50 million. USDA's Agriculture Research Service would coordinate the research at ARS, state ag experiment stations, and other agencies in the USDA and Departments of Energy, Commerce, and Interior would be eligible for funding. According to ag consultant Ferd Hofner of Farm, Food, and Environmental Policy Consulting, Biocar, quote, is the number one leading carbon sequestration practice for agriculture. Hofer said the bill sponsors are seeking to include the bill language in the 23 Farm Bill. Bill co-sponsors in the House include Representative Shelley Pingree, the Maine Democrat, and Marionette Miller-Meeks, an Iowa Republican. Bayer acquires 65% ownership of Covercrest. Bayer became the majority owner of Covercrest yesterday after acquiring 65% of the company stock. Covercrest is a company developing a rotational oilseed cash crop from Pennycrest. The crop has the potential to be grown like a cover crop, but harvested in the spring and used as a feedstock for renewable diesel. 
Bungie and Chevron, the two other shareholders in the venture, will retain 35% of the company. North Carolina biogas permit challenged by environmental groups. Environmental groups in North Carolina are challenging a recently issued general permit from the State Department of Environmental Quality that would authorize swine waste to energy projects. Environmental Justice Community Action Network and Cape Fear River Watch are seeking an administrative hearing on the permit issued June 30th when they contend would, quote, authorize any eligible existing hog operation of which there are over 2,000 to install and operate an anaerobic digester and biogas collection equipment, store digested hog waste in open crest pits, and dispose of the waste by spraying it on fields. NCDEQ said in a statement of public hearings that the digester permit includes, quote, multiple requirements to protect surface water and groundwater. Here's today's He Said It. It's slow. It's not meeting the needs of the majority of members. The good news is that we're a lot of like-minded countries who want it to work. That Daniel Whitley, administrator of the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service, talking about the World Trade Organization at the International Sweetener Symposium. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, August 2nd, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.